Welcome back to the You Heard It Here First podcast. I'm your host, Sammy DeYoung, and today we have another special guest that was willing to join us today from Streams of Hope Ministries. We have Curtis Cackley here with us today. So welcome, Curtis, to the podcast. Thanks, Sammy. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, how's your day been going so far? It's been busy. Yeah? Yes. Days seem to be getting busier, so yeah. that's good. Is this kind of like a start of a ministry year for you guys as well, or are you like all year round? All year round. It okay. seems to be pretty consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Is September busier than the rest of the month, though? August is was really busy. Okay. I think it'll, it'll ramp back up here pretty yeah. soon, though. That's good. Mm-hmm. Nice. Anything like different than normal that you've been up to today? No, I don't think anything. I mean, this is not really normal. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of cool and different. That's something you right. do every day. Yeah. Nice. But no, it's, uh, you know, every day is really different. So no two days are ever the same, which is what I really like about the job. So, nice. um, yeah, nothing is really ever abnormal or normal. So yeah. it works. Cool. Awesome. Well, before we get started about like what Streams of Hope is, um, we'd like to just learn a little bit about you. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So like family, hobbies, anything you'd like to know about yourself? Sure. I grew up in Caledonia, so I've pretty much been here my whole life. Um, I did go to Michigan State for college and was in and worked in Lansing um, for a few years after that. But then I came back to Grand Rapids um, and met my wife. For 16 years, I worked at Wood TV, um, oh, cool. the NBC affiliate here, as the marketing director. Thanks. Um, and started at Streams really three weeks before COVID took over the world. Um, wow. Yeah, so it's been crazy, crazy yeah, awesome. For sure. Um, but met my wife at Wood TV. Um, her name's Jordan, and we've been married for almost eight years. And we have a five, almost six-year-old, going on sixteen-year-old <laughs> little girl named Brooklyn, nice. um, who is everything, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Awesome. That's cool. Does Jordan still work at Wood TV? She does. She still works there. Is she the one that's like Wednesdays or something with? I don't know. She's on Eight West. Okay. Jordan Carson. Okay. Um, and so she's on air at, at Wood, and that's how we met. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so I didn't realize that you had just started right before COVID. So can you kind of tell us a little bit about that? When you applied for the job, was it kind of different than what ended up being since COVID probably changed it a little bit or not? Oh, so I'm much? sure. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah. Um, the former executive director, Paul Holtrup, had been there since really the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, he started it at Hillside Church um, in 2005-ish. Um, and I was actually applying for a, a different job at a different nonprofit um, that in his real life job, he was kind of facilitating. He helps um, businesses find um, new people, new hires. And so through that process, I met him and he was like, hey, have you ever heard of Streams of Hope? And I said, sure haven't. Um, and he's like, you should go check it out. So I did, um, looked on the website, read all about it and fell in love with it. Um, I felt like God was definitely calling me there and um, kind of quickly shift my priorities over to Streams of Hope. And yeah, I was hired. Uh, my first day was literally um, about three and a half weeks before the world shut down. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we had a lot of grandiose plans on how we were going to transition from one e- uh, executive director to the other, mm-hmm. um, what kind of the ramp up would be, how I would meet donors and um, 
neighbors and volunteers and that mm -hmm. kind of all went out the wayside and we very quickly had to pivot and the team at Streams of Hope, they're all pros and they're awesome. And so it was very easy for them to pivot, uh, you know, into different um, ways of doing things because, you know, everybody had to do that. Yeah. Um, and so the last year and a half really has just been kind of flying by the seat of my pants a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's been great. And, and we're finally kind of getting back to, I don't know if, if it's normal, you know, what I, think, I don't think we'll ever be back to what it was, yeah. um, what normal was back then, but we're making our new normal and it's, it's good. That's awesome. Nice. So can you kind of tell us a little bit about how, or first of all, what Streams of Hope is? What kind of ministry is it? Sure. Streams of Hope is a Christian organization. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, a community development center. Um, we've started calling it lately um, the Neighborhood uh, Development, kind of HQ, the, the Healthy Neighborhood HQ. And that's really what it is. We have 14 different programs at Streams of Hope, 13 of them somehow developmental in, in nature. So things like uh, tutoring for elementary students, grades one through five after school programs for middle school and high school students. Mm -hmm. We have a GED and high school diploma program. We have a program called Circles GR, which takes a long-term approach at ending generational poverty. Uh, we have a community garden and we have one benevolent program, which is our food pantry. Um, cool. And we see about 600 families come to Streams of Hope to get food each and every month. So um, it's a fantastic place. Um, we help a lot of people. It's really cliche to say um, hand up, not hand out, but it's kind of the easiest way to say yeah. it. And that's really what we try to do every day. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's, I'm sure that's a lot of moving parts trying to get all of that ready each day because are the kids coming in like in the summertime as well? Yeah, so we do three different sessions for tutoring, um, uh, fall, winter, and summer. And so they meet two times a week. Um, we only hire accredited teachers um, to make okay. sure that they're getting the best supplemental education that they possibly can. Yeah. Um, and our whole goal is just to make sure that, um, you know, obviously education is really important to a healthy neighborhood, but the goal is to make it easier for kids at school um, so they don't fall behind and really just get them from one grade to the next, um, the easiest way and the best way possible. That's awesome. That sounds like such a cool ministry. Um, can you kind of take us back to when it started? Like who started it, how it started, kind of like the heart behind starting this kind of ministry? Sure, absolutely. So um, again, it kind of started as out of Hillside Community Church. Um, they really wanted an urban arm of their of their ministry. Mm -hmm. um, the story goes that uh, Pastor Mossel at the time, their lead pastor, was driving down Division um, right around 60th, 68th, and, mm -hmm. and said, this is the area that we really need to serve. Um, even today, um, I'm not sure how it was back then, but today, uh, Streams of Hope sits in Kent County's poorest neighborhood. Okay. So with a one, in a one half mile radius of Streams of Hope, there's six mobile home parks and four apartment complexes. Mm -hmm. The elementary school, Townline Elementary, which is the closest to us, it's only a block down the road, really, 92% uh, of those kids come from families that qualify for federal assistance. 40% of those kids come from families that are in considered high poverty. Only 34% of them have a traditional um, mom and dad family. Mm -hmm. So um, the need in our particular neighborhood is really great. And that's kind of why Hillside back in 2004, 2005 decided 
we need to kind of make our urban ministry in that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And so it started in Townline Elementary School with just um, uh, the after school tutoring. And then they bought the land that we're on now, which is just a quarter mile in on 60th from Division. Uh, we sit on about six and a half acres there. And today we have a, the food center and the activity center there. The food center was built in 2012 um, to really meet the need of the neighborhood. A lot of food insecurity uh, in particular in that neighborhood. And all the different churches that kind of had their own pantries, um, Covenant Church and Kentwood Community Church, all got together and said, let's build this pantry here. And so that kind of consolidated everything. And um, so since then, we've had the food pantry. That's really cool. Sweet. So it's been around. So you've been in the building since 2012? They bought the building. They bought the property, which used to be an old Baptist church, actually, okay. in 2008. And then uh, they tore down that church. They kept the activity center, um, which is where the Baptist uh, church would have like their Wednesday night Awana yeah. um, and play softball. We converted the softball field to a soccer field, converted the, uh, the activity center really into a gym and a, and a full kitchen, and then um, built a separate building strictly to be a food center okay. um, and community center at Streams. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so how can people on both ends, do you ever have like volunteers come in and how do you get involved that way? But also if you are a student, like how do you find those kids that need this help? And how do they get involved there as well? Yeah, so volunteers um, come to us from all over the place, uh, particularly with, we have 14 partner churches uh, that we work really close with. Um, your church is one of them, which yeah. is which is really great, and we're thankful for that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, if you go to the website, streamsofhope.org, there's a volunteer sign-up sheet, and um, that's a good way to get started. But in terms of neighbors that need assistance, mm -hmm. um, it's really um, about outreach on our part. So we've been working really close with the Kentwood Public Schools. They're a very close and good partner with us um, to kind of identify the kids that might need a little extra help mm -hmm. or the families um, that might need some uh, food assistance in particular or a GED or any, any type of yeah. um, program that we offer. And then working with other organizations like Bethany Christian Services, mm -hmm. who because we know that there's a lot of refugees and immigrants in our neighborhood. And so mm -hmm. um, making those connections as well to get um, folks the help that they might need um, in, their, in the season. That's awesome. So there's lots of different avenues that you kind of find out who needs what and how mm -hmm. they can get connected with you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, those are the main questions I have for Streams of Hope. You do a great job of like, kind of painting a picture of what it is because like we have like slides on Sunday, like our offering this past Sunday was four streams of hope. Awesome. But we don't typically like have pictures up there or anything to say like mm -hmm. what streams of hope is. So this is cool to hear. I'll tell your pastor I'm ready to come in anytime. Yes. Give my dog and pony show. Perfect. <laughs> I'll let him know right after this. <laughs> that will have you in for an offering. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your role? So you're the executive director. So yeah. what kind of does that mean? In an organization like this yeah i you know um it's definitely a lot of outreach a lot of fundraising um we are a 100 nonprofit, 501c3 so all of our funding comes from private donors and and churches and, mm -hmm. and wonderful hearts um yeah. you know out there in our community um and grants so there's a lot of that there's a lot of um just relationship building of course um and then just making sure that 
you know, we fulfill our mission every day. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, building, um, using, uh, demonstrating God's love to build a healthier neighborhood. That's really at the core of what we do. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we believe healthy schools, healthy neighborhoods, healthy families really make a healthy community. And so, again, that's what we try to do each and every day. Um, and that's kind of, I'm the champion of that. Yeah. That's so cool. That kind of made me think of another question that I didn't have prepared before. Oh my Is that goodness. okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, so since you are like a nonprofit outside of schools, are you able to present like the gospel to the kids that come in or is it mainly just helping them with their schoolwork or is there that kind of faith aspect to it as well? Or is it kind of just leading by example that way? I would say it's definitely um, leading by example. That's not to say that we don't, um, yeah, you know, we, we definitely have programs there and like the middle school program, the leaders make it a, a special um, a special point to kind of pull aside and 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 have some prayer time and some mm -hmm. Bible study. Uh, so that's not to say that we don't ever uh, prophesize because we do sometimes. Mm -hmm. But um, what I want to make clear to everybody and especially the neighbors that show up, we live um and serve in such a diverse neighborhood mm -hmm. uh, and we would never turn anybody away. I don't think Jesus would ever turn anybody yeah. away. Um, and so really um, demonstrating God's love and demonstrating Jesus's love in our actions mm -hmm. more than anything. Yeah. Um, and just making sure that we're loving on everybody and anybody mm -hmm. that comes through that door. I think that's the most powerful way yes, um, that we can prophesize. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Cause I think it's, good for kids and even some adults that come in just to see that you don't turn anyone away and that mm -hmm. everyone's welcome there and it doesn't matter who they are, what they look like, all that kind of stuff. Like you're willing to help them in that exactly. way. And I think and that shows Jesus through you guys. 100%. We might not agree with everything um, that everybody or anybody does, right? Yeah. Um, it might not align with the values that we have personally or even as an organization, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that we would ever turn anybody away that yeah. feels or, or, or worships or thinks or looks differently than us. Yeah. That's really cool. That's awesome. Oh. I love hearing stories like that. Um, so you mentioned earlier that your days kind of look different day to day. So one of my questions was, what's the day in your life of your job look like? So is there something you can kind of differentiate? Like that was different from today than yesterday? <laughs> well, okay. So right before I got here, um, I was standing outside of our buildings with um, a couple of general contractors, some builders mm -hmm. that were taking surveys to see if one of our buildings was taller and more askew than the other building. Mm. And the reason that we're doing that is because we are expanding. We're building a new building cool. and connecting the two existing buildings together okay. um, because our partner, Catherine's Health Center, is going to come in um, and they will have a full-time health, dental, and uh, behavioral clinic at Streams of Hope. Wow. Um, they're already there kind of part-time in a makeshift clinic that we that we have there. Mm -hmm. um, but we're getting close to wrapping up a capital campaign, a $1.8 million capital campaign mm -hmm. uh, that you can learn about at the website. But um, we're getting close to breaking ground for that new building. And so like today, for instance, I'm yeah. standing outside with builders and trying to decide if the building is askew. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and there's going to be a lot more meetings like that coming up. So yeah. my days will flex to to more of a, you know, pick out the tile and pick out the the paper towel dispensers and, and things like that. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, 
that's yeah. very exciting. Some days you might, yeah, it's really, it's awesome. Some yeah. days you might just see me in shorts and a t-shirt because I'm outside uh, pulling weeds or okay. you might see me in a full suit because I have a board meeting or I'm going to meet uh, a really, um, a potentially big donor. So mm. um, kind of a chameleon in that way, but that's what makes it interesting too. Yeah. Um, you never really know what you're doing like today. I, yeah. you know, I met with some builders. I'm here on a podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go see what's, uh, all, yeah, on Tuesdays, all the food comes in from the pantry. So it's always fun to see what kind of stuff comes in. So head back there and look at that soon. But yeah, uh, that's the best part of the job. And I think, I, I think a lot of people have that, um, that say that too. You're like, oh, no two days are the same, but it's really, it's true. Yeah. There's no two days that are the same. Yeah. Do you prefer that kind of work? Oh yeah. I can, yeah. I would be, my, my brain would be crazy yes. if I had to do the same thing every day. Yes. I'm, mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, do you have any like cool stories for us of like people that have had an impact from Streams of Hope that come to mind? Anything like that that you would like or be willing to share with us to kind of wrap up the Streams of Hope part? Yeah, sure. Um, there's always, you know, great stories. I just heard of a, a local business owner um, that I think just uh, has a has a business front in the Gaines Township area. She just celebrated one year. Um, but I just heard that she used to be a neighbor that came and got food and oh, wow. we were there when she was at her lowest point. And now, you know, she's an entrepreneur and a business owner and contributing. Uh, and that's really, that's, that really made my heart uh, feel great. And yeah. I mean, that's always awesome uh, to hear. And then, you know, there's always stories about um, particularly kids that have come through the, the program and have graduated out of our high school program and just to hear the kinds of things um, that happened to them while we were in high school, the impact that Streams of Hope made in them uh, and made them who they are today. So yeah. those, those are the great stories that you hear, um, you know, and that's really what makes it all purposeful, right? Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. It sounds like a great ministry and that it impacts a lot of people in multiple different ways. And it's really cool to see that right here. And like the south side of Grand Rapids. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. It's yeah, it's a great place. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for filling us in on what Streams of Hope is. I just sent you these questions earlier today. Did you get a chance to look over them at all? I did. Yeah, okay. I think. Yeah. They're not sure. super hard questions. No. no. Like I said earlier, you're asking me about me. I'm an yes. expert on you. So <laughs> it's easy to talk about yourself. Right. So this is kind of a new segment. You're the first one I'm asking these oh, questions to. I was brainstorming with some people the other day about okay. asking. So I'm calling them Sammy's Six. So I have six questions for you, uh -huh. and they can be short answers, nothing too crazy, but <laughs> um, just to kind of get to know you more yeah. and get to see kind of the inside of your daily life. So sure. my first one I have for you is what's the most interesting restaurant you've ever been to? Yeah, I was looking at that earlier, and I was trying to remember what restaurants they were. There's actually two, and I have no idea what they're called. That's okay. Um, but one's in Las Vegas and one's in Providence. Okay. And the only reason they stick out to me is because both the times I was on a business trip and we were with, you know, other uh, co-workers and stuff, and we did the chef's tasting at both of those restaurants. Oh, cool. And, like, if you ever get a chance to do a chef's tasting, they're not cheap. So, like, if you're on somebody else's dime, that's the, <laughs> that's the time that's to the do time. it. Right. But... I mean, and I, I have always been a picky eater. I don't normally try new things, mm -hmm. but it kind of forces you to try new things. Yeah. Um, and they're, you know, really, usually really small little, little portions so you can handle it. But those mm -hmm. are like, that was, I always think back like that, 
those were great meals. But otherwise, I just love a nice, a good steak and potatoes. Oh, yeah, I'm for a, sure. I'm a Caledonia boy. Yes. <laughs> nice. Cool. Um, you said they were in Las Vegas, and where was the other one? The other one was in Providence. Okay. And that doesn't make them special or anything. It just means that they had chefs that were willing to do chefs. Yeah, yeah that's really cool. <laughs> awesome. Great. All right. My second question is, what's your favorite Christian book other than the Bible? Right. Yeah. Um, I really like Toxic Charity by Robert Lupton. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't really know any about, anything about it until yeah. I took the job at Streams. And it was one of those books that was kind of given to me um, that <clears throat> I really based my whole kind of career in the nonprofit, in this particular nonprofit after. Yeah. And so it's really, it's a great book. Um, he's got a follow-up book that I think is called uh, Charity Detox okay. uh, that I just barely started that I need to get back to. But um, good stuff. Good stuff. Nice. So that's a good read. Yes. Yes. Especially if you're into, um, you know, it's it's really geared toward um, Christians who, who want to give. Mm -hmm. And um, are we doing the right thing by in the ways that we give yeah so by you know uh, missions trips for instance or um, are we enabling folks too much are we killing them with kindness basically are we mm. are we doing them a disservice by giving too much and enabling too much um and can we empower them instead of enable and so that's really what the book is about cool. and um i highly recommend it yeah and it's called toxic toxic charity, charity. Robert okay. Upton. yeah great we can link that Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Perfect. What a, what, it's amazing. Yes, the things we can do these days. <laughs> yes. All right. This one might need a little bit more clarification. Okay. The third one is how do you wake up your house? So is there anything that you do every morning, like open the blinds, turn the coffee on? Like is there a little morning routine, not that you do like for yourself, but just to wake up the house kind of? No, but I will say um, it's kind of a – my wife and I have a good routine down where – she wakes up and goes and gets us coffee. <laughs> so that's a Wonderful. really great routine. Yes. <laughs> um, and then the rest of the morning is really just um, chaos trying to get um, – my daughter just started kindergarten. Oh, so now there's like a definite schedule that we have to keep yes. to that she's got to get on that bus at 820, and mm -hmm. we can't miss that bus. So now it's um, you know trying to wake her up um, and shove food down her so that <laughs> she can get out of the bus um, and off to school. <laughs> that's, the, that's our new normal. Makes sense. Uh huh. Yes. Is this her first year in school then, or did she do like? She did like a daycare slash school slash preschool since she was one. So she's really gotten. She knows the routine. Yeah. But there was no set time to get there, okay. and I certainly didn't have a time that I needed to be anywhere unless I needed to be somewhere. So yeah. Just kind of mosey about our morning. Yeah. No rush. But now it's now it's very. Got to be on time. That's right. Yes. Nice. All right. Are you a coffee drinker? I am. Okay. Do you have a go-to coffee order? Yeah. So I did. I had uh, what I would call the Cafe Curtis, um, nice. <laughs> which is um, a caramel mocha with two pumps caramel, one pump mocha that nice. I drank probably twice, three times a day, every day for wow. the longest time. And then I started realizing that, you know what, there's a lot of calories in, in coffee and yeah. in that particular coffee. Yeah. And so um, we shouldn't drink our calories, right? So I switched to completely just an Americano, iced oh, in nice. the summer, hot in the winter, black, 
less than 25 calories nice. done and done there you go um but i do often think about that cafe curtis oh, I, yeah. I like that you have a, your own special name yeah and they knew it they would i would you know starbucks so great right yes. we walk in oh it's curtis yes. boom we know what you want caramel mocha two pumps caramel one pump mocha i'm trying to get to that point i really only have one thing that i like from starbucks so hopefully they'll start remembering that soon yeah i mean it's just you know gotta keep going yes i'll just have to keep going Right. There is, I will say, this is a shameless plug, and I'm sorry that I don't remember the name of it, but there is a new coffee shop down on 44th and Division. I think it's called The Sway. I think it's called The Sway. I was just there the other day. It's phenomenal. Yes, it was very good. That place is awesome, was and it? it's uh, it was um, started by some folks from Kentwood Community Church, so um yeah check it out yeah it's like a restaurant and it has coffee right sure i don't know and it's i think it had coffee. like a stage for like live they did music. have a they did have a stage it there it looked which, like a fun place yeah yeah that was a yeah yeah that's good i think it is this way i think you're right yes yeah i, don't I highly way. recommend it I'll i'm thinking about too. that right now yes maybe you'll have to stop on your way back i don't <laughs> know if it's on your way but maybe the other place okay I don't, I don't mean, maybe these could be your sponsors someday. Okay, perfect. But somebody has turned me on to Kung Fu down on Division oh, nice. and 54, nice. which is, uh, you know, Bobo, right? And yeah. so um, phenomenal. I'm addicted to that now too, which is still drinking calories. So now I'm back. That's okay. That's like, a, those That's are more fun though, I feel like. Well, yeah, the Cafe Curtis was really fun until you realize how many calories. Yeah. And two or three a day is probably just a bit much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, well, that's okay. But I, you know, I worked at Wood TV, uh, and you needed it, right? Oh, for sure. You had to keep going. For sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, I have two more questions for you. Sure. This one's a little weird. I had other people help me pick these out, but what's your favorite thing to wear on your feet? Right. So uh, I, I'm going to go with flip flops. Nice. Because that means uh, a couple things. One, that it's warm outside. Yes. Two, that I'm not working, and nice. probably around some sort of water. Nice. Which are some three of your favorite things. Three of my favorite things. <laughs> That's and awesome. so flips is where it's at. Yes. And it's just like so easy. You don't even have to think about putting them on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's great. It is nice. Awesome. Well, my last one for you is what is your nighttime snack if you have one? <sighs> I have I mean, it's just really I eat based on mood. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be something salty, mostly something sweet. My my crux is a sweet tooth like give me candy and donuts yes. and ice cream yes. really anything sweet nice and I'm, I'm rocking it i'm trying not to do it i'm trying to be good but sweet yeah, okay. is where it's at nice. nice so if you had to pick like one thing tonight what would you pick for a your nighttime snack tonight uh, i don't you know i probably i don't know cookies cookies would be good yes Ice cream's always good. Yeah. Ice cream, really, if you're like, you know, you try to, hey, Brooklyn, my daughter, Brooklyn, why go get some ice cream? Because then it's like on her. Yeah. But then you have to get some. Yeah, you can't just watch So her I guess it probably would be ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Nice. For sure. Awesome. Great. Well, is there any places that people can like find more about Streams of Hope besides the website? Is there like an Instagram or a Facebook? We have Facebook, we okay. have Instagram. Um, the easiest place really is the website and okay. streamsofhope.org. Uh, and um, we're going to be going through a rebrand pretty soon here, so that's cool. going to be all changed. But for now, you can really find anything that you need to find there. Um, and and that donate button. Click that donate button yes. and, and help us out because we can't do it without you. For sure. 
Awesome. Well, thank you again for taking the time today to chat with me. This has been fun. Yeah, thanks, Sandy. You're welcome.